Welcome, 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 welcome to the RIP 28 Podcast. This is the RIP 28 Podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends can get together and we can talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we're going to keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 Podcast. I am your really, 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 really super cool host, Slider Sports Guy, joined by a few of my good friends. We always start off in the top left. We start off with the president. What's going on, El Presidente? What's up, Wilson? See Nez in the building. You must be cool. You must got the AC on about 60 in the house. That's why you're I'm so cool. I don't need the AC, baby. Ah, I don't need the I hate it. I hate it. But see Nez in the building, man. Just got back from Nashville seeing my daughter, man. Had a few little time this weekend. Ready to kick it with the boys. You know. A little bit of daddy daughter time. On the other side, on the other side, we got the educators educator. What's going on, BZ? What it do, man? It's BZ the Great, the educator's educator, a.k.a. Uncle Elroy, a.k.a. your favorite coach. I'm his favorite coach. So let's get it, man. It's good to see y'all ugly fellas again. All right, all right. On the, down on the other side, on the other side of Broad River Original, what's going on, G5 Monster? Man, ain't nothing. Your boy back from Jamaica, rude boy. See? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but anyway, y'all know how we doing, man. Reporting live from the South. You heard me? You heard me? Boy, that was terrible. boy got that glass. <laughs> San Francisco. <laughs> that, boy, that boy, a world traveler. He don't know how to act, boy, getting out the state. He don't even know how to act. Rude <laughs> boy. Rude boy. Boom, McLeod, man. I see him. You I see him, man. But... That's Barbados. Shata. Barbados, fool. Shata. Ain't no, that but... ain't no damn Jamaica. You know why, though, man? But he going down there. He going down to Jamaica spreading the gospel of the RIP 28 podcast, man. We worldwide, man. A lot of y'all don't know, man. We checked our Spotify stats, the RIP 28 podcast. We're everywhere, man. We got a few listeners down in Jamaica, in the Caribbean or the Caribbean, however you want to pronounce it, man. Boy, Montego Bay. 28 podcast we are everywhere man and you can check us out man check us out on apple podcast spotify youtube facebook instagram google podcast twitter anchor pod bay pod bean you know saying we everywhere we everywhere and check this out when you listen make sure you click that like and subscribe the like subscribe and follow button because quite honestly man if you don't click the like or subscribe button your mama okay. probably just raised you wrong, man. That's the only thing I can think of. Your mama dropped you as a baby. She don't really love you. That's the only reason you wouldn't hit that like or subscribe button. It's a lot of the babies that been dropped on their head, though. I'm telling you. Boy, <laughs> I'm telling you. Man, check this out, man. On the Rip 28 podcast, man, we like to bring you some exciting people, man. You know, new, well, not, well, new, new to some people, old to others, man. But, Last week we had a conversation. We started talking about our poly poly relationships. 
And then all the people in our comments was like, Sly, man, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You need somebody to know what you're talking about. You need somebody to know what you're talking about. So what we do at the RIP 28 podcast, man, we listen to the people. We listen to them folk, man. When them folk talk, we listen. So what we decided to do, man, we went and got an expert, man. We went back to dude I done known for a long time, man. I known this guy a long, long time. But <laughs> for me to say dude is, is a poly dude, that's doing him a bit of injustice, man. This man <laughs> this man is is a bit of everything, man. This dude he drank no seconds. Huh? He drank no seconds. He, he, interesting man in the world. <laughs> he is truly the most interesting man in the world, man. This cat this cat is a is a is a uh, famous recording artist. He's a songwriter, uh uh, uh alchemist, I don't know, a, a polygamist, uh a father. I mean the dude he do everything but drive the school bus, man. <laughs> do a little I, hold, on. hold on, I did see him driving the school bus at my school once. You ain't never ever <laughs> seen me driving no damn school bus. Bro. Yes, I did. It, it was bus ever, bro. It was never ever. I promise. I promise. I promise. I might have been a passenger. That's. I might have been a passenger, but never the driver. <laughs> Treat our guests better than that, bro. Come on, baby. You sitting down the eighteen reels, Well, we have the one and only, the one and only seven. He only need to give him one name, man. One name is seven. How you doing out there, brother? Man, peace, peace, King. Peace to all the kings on the live, man. Look, hey, I appreciate y'all, man. Rip, I've been watching. I've been watching a few of the videos. I've been listening to a few of the podcasts, man. And, you know, I, I'm I'm honored to be on the show. That's all I got to say right now. I'm honored to be on the show. Man, we we are honored to have you, man. Glad to have yeah. you on the board, man. Um, like I say, man, we, we've known, known Seven for a long, long, long time, man. And just to have him on and talk about his stuff. Now, the music that we played, Coming into the podcast, that was his first. That well, not his first song. That was a song he has coming out. Uh, Body TikTok. You know, um, tell us a little bit about that song, man. What was that? Yeah, it was bumping, man. You know what I'm saying? So, so um, I'm actually the featured artist on that record. Um, I, I love the record so much. We were really trying to give it some spins, but um, I was in the studio one day recording a record of mine. And the producer of the record was in the studio and he heard me and he was like, bruh, that shit go kind of hard. You think you can write on the spot? I'm like, yeah, I, I'm good. So he put the record on. I loved it. I was like, yo, all right, let's go. 45 minutes later, I'm in the booth and that's what came out. You know, I'm on the, I'm, when, that's the, he's on the first verse, that's J. Crew. And then I'm, I'm the guy that's rapping on the track. So, you know, we didn't get to that part in the intro, but, um, Oh, we're so gonna get to a big record right now. You know I mean? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, man. How long how long you been in this music game, man? How long you been uh a music maker? Right, it's it's been a while. It's been a while. Before I was a well, you know, before I was a music maker in, in high school, um I um I promoted music. Um so I don't wanna get my age, you know what I mean? But a lot of music that you probably party to in high school, I was responsible for a lot of that in the Southeast. You know what I'm saying? So I had a lot going on from the corporate side of things to the marketing side to the recording side, you know. So um, it's been about 11 years to 
tomorrow, I think. Wait, what's today? No, to today, since I signed my first record deal uh, with E1. And um, yeah, 11 years today. I'll just let Thank you know. You. I like it, man, because uh, if I didn't, I'd definitely let you know. That joke is high quality, dog. I like that. Hey, I, I appreciate I need, it. I, I need I to have. It. I want to sign you. I want you on my label. <laughs> <laughs> but if we, but if we do sign you, you got to know my office hours. But check this out on the series note, seven. If you had to pick one of your songs that really embodies who you are, that tell us who you mm. are to introduce you to the world. Mm. Let us know, man, mm. so, and let people know that's listening so they can go mm. and check it out. And, and let mm. uh, I mean, one, you can go to YouTube and um, look at a song that I did called Walk By Faith. You know what I'm saying? Um, Walk, by say, Walk By Faith by Digit, D-I-G-I-T. Um, I'm in a white, I'm in a white suit with, with uh, two, two women one on each side of me but that record was wrote for a film that was being um, written at the time and I got commissioned to do the soundtrack for it or the intro song for it so um, if anything I would say that you could go listen to because a lot of stuff got pulled off from my licensing deal a lot of music got pulled off of uh, Apple Music and some other platforms but that music still that, that song still rings true you know what I mean I walk by faith period I walk by faith so, so where the name Seven Seven come from? Is that your real name, or is that something that you know you have? No, it's, it's my real name, but it's my real name. Um, but um, it was given celestially. You know what I'm saying? Um, I am really not of this time frame. You know what I mean? We we'll get to that a little bit later. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm not really from here per se, and so. Um, you know, when representing something of magnitude, um, it's always been something that's been given that everybody could kind of hold to. And uh, seven is something that definitely everybody could kind of gravitate toward. You know what I mean? You know, seven is a righteous number, a holy number right there, man. Seven. It's, well, it's a righteous know. number. So. I mean, you know. I don't claim to be righteous, but, <laughs> you know, I'm holy than a motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> there, you, there you go there you go man now now man this is this is one of the questions now it's a bunch of stuff we want to ask you but i think as a group as a group this is something that we definitely need to know first off first off before we do this because we got to figure out maybe it was something you were sipping on man what what everybody out there sipping on man i see everybody picking up the cup man Chan, what you over there sipping on man hey you know because you know, he said we was kings and everything. You know, I had to get me some crown royal, you know, to, to represent <laughs> that kingdom. You know what I mean? Got a little crown of There you go. What, what about you over there, Bron? Man, I'm drinking on a little bit of uh, lemonade and absolute, man. Keeping it simple, man. Keeping it simple. But it's not what I'm drinking. Most important is what I'm drinking out of, people. Mm-hmm. It's the Rip mm-hmm. 28 mm-hmm. podcast merchandise. And you can own one of these too and be cool like the rip 28 podcast guy. I, I keep, I keep the ice colder than yeti man it's just better than the yeti yeti ain't got nothing on there right here why like dre said we from the side you hear me yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's the real deal over there. What about you, Coop? What what you sipping on? Man, you know what I'm saying? Coming back from the Marlins, the boys got me on that black label. And Ooh. that Coke, boy. You talking about Johnny Walker? Johnny Walker? Yeah. That that grown man looking right there. Yeah, hey, boy. Hey, I'm about to call you white, tell him be careful tonight, boy. <laughs> 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 well, hey, what about you, you seven? You seven on something over there? Listen, man, tonight I'm, you know, I'm here for the ladies. So, you know, I'm sipping on some soda home, you know, some just some red wine, man. I'm, I'm chilling. Well, like Montel, some I hear you, man. Me, myself, me, myself, man. You know, I I, I got that bloody top, man. That maker's mark, man. You know, I got me a little That's bit of maker's mark. That's my drink right there. That's my drink right there. I went on ahead and put some cranberry in it, but I maker's yeah. mark and cranberry to, to, to hey. sip on, man. Hey, Seven, I'm glad you came through because he usually got like a little mini bottle or something. I got this $1 <laughs> mini bottle from the gas station. Man, hey, man, hey. hey I, I love the mini bottles, Don't, don't put them on, Blair. Don't put them on, Blair. I love the mini bottles, man. Seven, when I go, whenever I make a trip to the liquor store, I go and pick up, you know, I get about $20, and I just say, man, give me, you Stop know, it. mix up these little 99-cent. Cent. Hey, bro, I get, I, get, I get my drink, whatever I went there to get. I get whatever I get there to get. <laughs> And I give him an extra right. 20. You taste test it. Yeah, exactly, man. You just taste test it. You just exactly. taste test it. That's all that exactly, is. Exactly, man. You don't is. know, man. I might be finding the next best drink out there, bro. Right. Hey, I, I feel you. You tell me you get the variety. Yeah, 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 I get the variety. Yeah, yeah. I get the... I don't get the same twenty. I don't get the same twenty. I just get... I say, hey, man. Just, I say, give me give me 20 of them. Just mix, mix it, it up, right? It, it don't That's even culture. matter, man. Right, White or dark. I... I take it. I take it. He began to NJ and Paul Masson burn Yeah. Yeah, the good looking man. The good looking man. Smearing off. Yeah. Paul Masson, boy. Yeah, it ain't no Don Julio mini bottles. Nah. Ain't none of them. Yeah. But yeah, man. The reason I ask what you sipping on, cause bro, I, I I think you you gotta be sipping on something, cause I got to know about this, man. I'm gonna tell you a little background, man. When we did our little research, we did our research on seven. This man oh, said right here. I'm I'm trying to find this out. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, he freed a woman from a Panamanian prison with just the use of magic. Man, somebody tell me <laughs> what the fuck. Tell me, you you got to explain this. You freed a woman from jail with the you. Hold on, let me let me cover myself in the blood of Jesus first. Make make sure I'm <laughs> I'm blessed before you start talking, man. Hey, don't, don't How do you free somebody from from not jail but prison? How you don't free play. somebody from don't prison? Play. Don't play. So listen, man. Um, you know, for a long time, I've been knowing exactly what I am. Um, but that thing wasn't necessarily a popular topic of discussion. And I got locked up fighting a very egregious child support case here in Atlanta. Um, and uh, they tried to starve me for five days. On the fifth day, I ended up throwing magic at the head guard. She fell on her knees and could not get back up in front of 44 inmates. 
once that happened, I knew that it was time for me to really kind of come out, for lack of a better term. You know what I mean? And so um, I wrote a code to get out of jail. Um, within 24 hours, I was out. I also wrote a code for two other guys that was in with me. Within about four or five days, both of them were out. And um, I took the Facebook and talked about the situation. You know what I'm saying? And after I got off the live, I had like 300 people in my inbox. My daddy been locked up. My brother's locked up. My mama locked up. My cousin locked up. All these people. And I didn't want to be known as, you know, I didn't want this to be my intro to the world as the guy who, you know, only focuses on incarcerated individuals. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, right. But I said, I, but I said, you know what? If I'm going to do something, I'm going to pick the most ridiculous and, and the most impossible situation to speak to. And so a sister hit me from Facebook chat from a Panama prison. And I'm like, yeah, right. It's no way <clears throat> in a Panama. There's no way you're in a Panama prison. And so I had to, you know, prove it. I said, send me your paperwork. So she sent me a paperwork. I'm like, okay, oh shit, she is in a Panama prison. <laughs> what do you want me to do? She's like, look, you know, I got this amount of time. I'm not asking you to free me. I'm asking you to get me transferred back to the States. I got a son at home, you know, family, this, that, and the other. So I'm like, all right, no problem. I'm always up for, for a, a new challenge. I said, um, Okay, you know, normally I charge for my work, but since she couldn't pay, I had her stop speaking for three days while I did the work. So she's asked me, she said, well, how long will it take you? I said, three days. She said, there's no way in hell you can get this done in three days. I said, all right, well, you contacted me. I either am or I am not. You know what I'm saying? So she said, okay, well, let's, let's see what happens. So I did my work. And on the third day, just as I promised, she got an email from the judge and her attorney letting her know that her transfer was being initiated. Not only did this woman get transferred back to the States, but it was the weekend of her birthday and she was freed from prison. And the bus that took her from the Texas pen to the Delaware halfway house made a stop. It was on Greyhound in Atlanta. And I had a chance to meet this woman. And that was probably one of the most powerful, um, one of the most monumental moments in magic for me. You know what I mean? I mean, I've had few, but. Well, did you hear? Yeah. <laughs> hey, disregard that. Disregard that. What you said is you and said you she couldn't pay no money. You know what? You know what? But I, I, but I said what her price was. She could not speak for three days. That was the price. Okay, okay. I had to ask, man. I don't know. Hold on. I don't know, Brian. I, I don't know what's harder to believe. You getting her out of jail or you getting a woman to stop talking for three days. I don't know which one harder <laughs> Harder than to be, be real, bro. I think the three A's is harder. But check this out, though. He still ain't answered the question. He just said she stopped speaking for three days. Did you hear? No, no, he didn't no, say yes did or no. Definitely okay. did. I definitely, I definitely did not hit. Definitely did not. I need, <laughs> I need something. Yo, wow. <laughs> like, like, I mean, oh, my bear. You can plead the fifth. I mean, don't don't on the podcast. Hey, check this out though. Have you, well, ever, yo, wow. failed? Have you ever failed? Are you a hundred percent or what? 
Um, if I have, uh, I I have. Mm, mm. Mm. That's a very interesting question. Mm. Now I'm going to answer it in two ways. I'm going to answer that in two ways. Mm-hmm. One, to my knowledge of those who have come in purity and in absolute desire, no, I have not. However, there is one individual that did come to me um, that the, that I don't think no magic is going to work for until that individual has truly cleared himself of, of cosmic debt. You know what I mean? So it has a lot to do with the other person also. They got to like really believe. Every, every, everything everything okay. has okay. to do. Like um, if you go buy a car, you go buy a car because you want to get to work on time and within a, a, a pretty you know good time frame, right? So you go mm-hmm. buy the car. But if you don't get in that shit started up and drive it, don't fucking matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't, you don't so, know yeah, if it's going to work or not. Absolutely. Your, your action has a lot to do with the magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'll, talk to you I'll talk to you off air about, about uh, your price. Because I know since you're on the Rich 28 <laughs> podcast, I want you to know I'm looking for a discount, bro. <laughs> hey, man. You know. Hey, you got it. You got it. I'm messing with you, bro. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait till after the show. Look I know he ain't. I know he ain't. I know, I know he ain't. Nah, he got, he got, he, he ain't see that pencil in his hand. He right down the list, right? I, 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 <laughs> hey, I, I know he ain't. I know I he is. Was, that's what I was doing earlier, uh, making sure I get it. I got it on camera. But no, man, that's, I mean, to somebody that don't believe it, because I know it's going to be people that say, man, y'all crazy as hell if y'all sit up there and believe in magic and believe that this really happened. What, what do you say to those people, to the naysayers and the, and the doubters? I have everything documented. If you were to go to my Facebook page, I have a pinned post right there on, on my Facebook page of countless people who have received some form of ritual or blessing or code or some type of work or service from me as the alchemist. You know, it's, it's as real as it get. If you can believe your, your teacher that one plus one is two and then you maneuver yourself through this world using that same mathematics, then it, if it was provable, if what you believe is believable because it's provable, then this shit is what it is. Hmm. I don't know, man. I, you know, hey, sometimes I might be a little hesitant, man. I might be a little hesitant. To to go ahead and um a hundred percent agree, you know. How you know she just you don't have to. You don't could have be to. Luck, could be luck, man. Could you could you hey, know what I'm saying? You could know, have been a bad. It, you can call it anything. Like, I had a woman and I had. Oh, a woman up. in New York. I had a woman who had two children. She was sitting in school with no lunch money. And can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I got you. Were. We got you. Can you hear me? I, yeah, we got you. I, so I had a woman that was that was sending her kids to school with no lunch money. She called me up. She said, you know, Seven, I heard about you. I'm sending my kids to school lunch money for over a week, for about a week. Um, you know, I wanted to know if you had a money ritual that I could participate in and blah, blah, blah. I said, no problem. So I sent her this ritual that I have that has worked 100% of the time up to this point. Um, she, But because it was so simple, she didn't believe in it. She, so she didn't do it. So the next day, she sent her kids to school. No lunch money. 
So any any wise or any responsible parent would say to themselves, well, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just try this shit and see if it works. And she did. Within three hours of her doing the ritual, her ex-husband's sister showed up unannounced to pay her a visit. By the time she left this woman's house, over $8,000 in cash she had given her. All of these testimonials are on my website. They're on my Facebook page. You know what I'm saying? Out of the mouth of these particular individuals who have received these you know, these services. So it doesn't matter. Hey, I got it. (laughs) Need it in my life. (laughs) For real. That's what's up. Right. You know, some of us have gotten jobs thinking that it would take us to a certain place and it didn't, but we believed in that. You know what I mean? Certain people, you trusted their word on certain, you know, aspects of life and followed it. It didn't work, but you believed in that. So, Belief isn't really based on things we can't see. It's based on things that can be proven. That's really where belief comes from. That this don't, this don't make me not have to talk three days. I, I got a job. I got to talk. <laughs> Anything else I can do? Now, now this is this is the next thing, man. You know, um, can you make people change their mind? And, and this is this is what I'm asking this for because this is. One of the reasons, one of the reasons you came on this show is because of this whole polygamy thing. Now, mm. reading your bio, we pull up your bio right here. It says you are uh, a polygamist of 13 years, married for five years, been together for 11, having been together since 72 hours of knowing each other. So you met this young lady. And within 72 hours, you knew that was the one? Um, no, I won't say it like that. Within 72 hours, she had moved in. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so you knew that was the one? You were short on the rent or something, man? <laughs> what was going on? <laughs> nah, so uh, my, 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 sister was, my sister was having a party at her house, you know, and um, I get to the party after this performance that I did for this woman that was turning 40. So I did this performance for this lady. I get to the house, and as soon as I saw my wife, her name is John, as soon as I saw her, her spirit was like, protect her, speak to her. I'm like, speak to her. All right, so I go to talk to her. I'm like, hey, what's up? I'm seven. <laughs> and she's like, all right, what's up? Nothing. <laughs> what's good? Nothing. All right, cool. So that was it. So I walk off. Spirit is like, yo, I told you to speak to her. So after about two or three times of that, I was one of the only people at the time at that party with an iPad. (laughs) So I said, hey, want to see a picture? So I drew her a picture. She was fascinated by the artwork. So then we started talking. I invited her to brunch the next day. She came. That was a Sunday. She came to my house Monday. Tuesday, she moved in. We've been together since. Man, we should have had you last week when we were talking to Sheree and Shadon about how you how you approach women. All you got to do is draw pictures. Damn, I got to go to art that. class. I told y'all, I told y'all, you got to take hey, different route. Do something different. You do something different. You got to do something hey. different. That's it. <laughs> man, that's another example of Columbia High Education failing us, man. Boy, ain't got to do with women, boy. <laughs> Yeah. I'm talking about yeah. art class, being able to draw. I should have took art instead of going to weightlifting. And Miss oh, Simon, Simon was good looking too. I ain't never, I never took Miss Simon class, but I know exactly I who she was. She's yeah, good I knew looking who she too. Was too. 
Yes, I should have went. I should have took her class. If I would have known. Even if, hey, even if I didn't take her class, I should have just went in there. Uh huh. <laughs> Simon was fine. Oh, yeah, man. Well, we t- hey, we oh, talking about polygamy God. right now. My we bad. We, we, you know, then one thing about we got adult ADD, so, you know, we don't, we, we hop from subject to subject. We kind of, right. we, so, get, we get sidetracked easily. So how that go? So you, As you so can you, see from my bio, I'm all over the place myself, so it's all good. So did you have one wife at first, then you got two, or did you get two at the same time? Yeah, how 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 you jump in the, the meeting this woman, you know what I'm saying, and y'all moving in for 72 hours, and then then you got another woman. How, how that happen? Uh, uh, because when she moved in, you know, I basically, being the alchemist, I kind of knew she had some things going on, and I was like, look, you know, I'll take care of this, I'll take care of that, you ain't really got to worry about nothing, you know what I'm saying? I need some help with my businesses, blah, 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 you know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever. So it really wasn't on me trying to be the one at that moment, you know what I'm saying? But when we realized that we was fucking with each other, you know what I'm saying, I told her, I said, listen, where I'm from in the universe, I have many wives. So I'm going to follow that path here on the planet, you know what I mean? And if you got a problem with that, I am not the one for you. If you feel like you can deal with it, I understand we may have our thing from time to time, but... This is what I'm here for. You know what I'm saying? So she took my hand through that journey. And, uh, yeah. What planet, what planet are you from? That's what I was about to ask. You're not from here. <laughs> so where you from? I, you know, it, that's a, that's a, that's a very rudimental, you know, rudimentary, um, question. Here's why. Cause no matter what I say, you know, you ain't never heard of it. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't really get into all of that. Yeah, and Vertica. You got water? And Vertica. Of course. Mm. You got life, you got water. So, so it's, it's it's almost the same. Like, is it, like, you know, from, from what we learned growing up, you know, there ain't no gravity nowhere. People floating around. All that ah, so, so ah but, but, but yet, but yet about seven or eight years ago, NASA um, gave a, a, a a report about a, a new earth or a super earth uh-huh. that was 99% um, occupiable by humans. And if any of you all had to take a blood test for uh, a paternity, <laughs> you don't get 99% from some made up shit. If science is saying 99, that means that they, they know that for a fact. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Well, check this out, man. We got some people. We got some people on the uh, comments, man. Jumping in, man. Uh, Cobb want to know: Are the women recruited into the poly lifestyle? Recruited? Ooh, that's a great. That's a great way to put that. No, no one is recruited. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I am attracted to monogamous women, and so what happens is within five minutes of meeting me, I let you know my situation. Look, this is how I rock. This is what it is. You know, you're either fucking with it or not. And you'd be surprised that women do really uh, value honesty. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, you give them the, you give them the opportunity to make the decision for themselves. And I'm not asking you to be my wife in this moment. I'm not asking you, you know what I'm saying, for your life in this moment. Let's share a drink. Let's go out. Let's hang out. Let's see what's good. And then what happens is they realize, you know, I'm cool with shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I'm I'm a, I'm a stand up dude, man. It, you ain't gonna really meet too many guys like me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they value that. 
And so it's not the fact that they really desire polygyny. It's just the fact that they fucking with me so heavy that they're like, okay, well, until he show me some shit that ain't what he's talking about, then I'm going to rock with it. Do you ever find yourself in the middle, like, just having a headache living that lifestyle? Or is it always smooth sailing? I'm sure it's some kind of bumps in the road having multiple women. I, I find myself having trouble with just one. Good point. You know, it, it, anything in life, there's bumps in the road. You got the dreams of being a ball player, a business owner, an educator, whatever the case. You're always going to have some bumps in the road. Even monogamous people. The funny thing about it, people treat polygyny as if it's this alienated or this alien concept, right? But it was the first concept of, of union from biblical time. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, um, so you, you look at monogamous people and they have such a hard time trying to find the one. They go through all sorts of shit. So absolutely, there have been times of frustration. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you're dealing with another person. You're dealing with other people. And when you're trying to get other people to be on one accord or when you're trying to get other people to accept something that they've never done before, you're thinking about these women are westernized women. You know what I'm saying? So for the most part, they've never experienced a polygynist family. They've never, they weren't grown up Muslim for, for the most part, you understand? They weren't grown up. They didn't. They weren't raised by Hebrew Israelites. They weren't grown up or brought up in the Mormon Church or anything like that. So they don't know the concept. All they could think about from the start of the conversation is fucking. That's it. So the moment that you show them that this lifestyle is about way more than just that, then it starts to ease a little bit, and you get in the flow of life instead of trying to convince somebody into something. I don't. I don't try to convince anybody. Yeah, yeah. But what you bring that up, man, that that brings up a good question. So, is it is it threesomes all day long, or is it like, <laughs> hey, this, this this my week, this my week, this your week, you know, type of thing? Like, is how the, how does that work? Is it, is it schedule, or is it just like, hey, whatever it is, today that's what it is, you know? That's, that's- I mean, I've had I've had. Um, various situations you know like i said like he said before it's been 13 years so i've had the the threesomes i've had the i don't want to be a part of it i you know in this moment right now you know my wife lives in a, a completely different state from my girls you know what i'm saying so what i'm building and what i'm doing here in atlanta is completely separate from what's going on in vegas you understand um mm-hmm. but i'm there you know word word so you in atlanta though i'm being uh what you're doing that's what you should do but as we know majority of us out here majority of these relationships out here that's not what it is it's a nigga that's claiming they're monogamous but then they got yeah. two or three on the side they lie it create problems you know what i'm saying so once you remove that from the situation if that's how you're gonna be 
because there's a lot of dudes that's, that are monogamous. But for the dudes that's not monogamous, if that's how you're going to be, why have the fucking headache of lying, running, hiding, yeah, cheating? Don't be lying, yeah. Doing all that hey, shit. Hey, man, we got, we got a lot of stuff coming at us, man. A lot of stuff in the comments coming at us, man. We gonna get to you, Sheree. We gonna we got Sheree, Sheree, one of my homies in North Carolina. But we gonna we gonna get to uh, first. We gonna go in order, man. Norcia said. Uh, Norcia said something. Would you approve of your daughters being a part of this as a grown woman? I get that question all the time. Here's the thing: we have to understand where we're going in society, right? The 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 number of men one. Um, there's not enough. If every woman decided to take a man as their husband right now, it, mathematically, it's not even possible. Then when exactly. you get to the, the black, then when you get to the African culture and the black race, you know what I'm saying? It's it dwindles that number down even further. Then when you get to the the men that are you know adequate for mateship, then it dwindles down even further. Right. Now we're getting to a situation where commerce and, and making sure that you're financially stable and all of these other things are, are so much key than anything else. When people ask me what I would want for my daughter or what I want for my daughters, if they could find a man that's as king as they pops, then you absolutely motherfucking right. I would want that shit for them wow. because I go hard for mine. Many people is that's that's that that's 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 deep right there that you would this, um, this life is about this life is about survival and it's about being ahead of the game and i preach polygyny to our african culture because we already got four notches down we already five six notches down in this game of prosperity in this game of life this game of you understand commerce or whatever the case so yeah. if if you got if you got one and i got two i beat you no matter what we doing. So, so is it is it uh everybody? All three people got jobs, working, make money. Or the you taking care of the two? It's everyone being being responsible as a human being and as an individual for themselves first. And then I take shit. I take care of the things that I'm able to take care of, and you know that's that's what that is. Now that's that's interesting you say that too because now Sheree, Sheree got a Sheree got a, a couple of ones man. Sheree, hey, Sheree. No, not not that Sheree, a different Sheree, but still say hey Sheree. Hey, Sheree. What's up, Sheree? Hey, Sheree. <laughs> Sheree, my Sheree, my home girl from Cali, but she live in North Carolina now, so she she she, she California crazy, but I love her. I love her to death. But she uh, she had a couple of questions. I mean, she was talking about uh, the pol- the polymers. Poly, uh, you fuck it. I can't say it, man. Pages polyamorous. And polyamorous, yeah. Pages and groups. She say a lot of it is sexually based, and then she said the best thing is to you. The best thing is to form your own family unit and do you. So I think she was agreeing. And then she had another thing. How do you choose your wives, and do your wives have a say so in considering the new wife? I choose my queen. One, I don't necessarily choose my queens. Um, The universe kind of aligns these situations. You know what I'm saying? And based upon how we meet, based upon whatever that conversation is, based upon the alignment is how I know this is the chosen one. You know what I'm saying? Um, And that's pretty much what it is. And when you think about how we, as if you're monogamous, it's like, 
How do you choose your mate? You choose based upon where you're going in life, your life goals, you know what I'm saying? Your character, these type of things, what you like, that type of thing. So I surround myself around like energy and allow for that attraction to take place. Hey, we had, we did have another question. I'm already looking at my phone too. So like, so, so, all right, you got two women. All right. So can you have two men and one woman? Can you do that? All right, so two. I ain't gonna say who said it. (laughs) I could probably guess, but two (laughs) two men and one woman. (laughs) Two men and one woman. It's called polyandry. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a different lifestyle. It's kind of like saying, if I'm a gay man, am I going for a lesbian? No, we might be in the same community of homosexuality. You know what I'm saying, or like, or being in the same community of liking of the same, you know, gene pool or whatever. But we're not liking each other. You understand? So that 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 is already understood. I'm a gay man. I'm not liking a lesbian. That's just it's understood. So as a polygamist, it's understood. I fuck with monogamous women. I don't even fuck with women that's dating other men. Like if you if you got somebody you even fucking with, I don't. I'm not even interested. There's too many women out here that's seeking for kings. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even entertain that shit. Um, and the only place you really find that culture, um, if you research it, the only place you really, the only places you really find that culture are in places of destitute, like poor ass fucking countries and shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, there, there is a, there is a, there is a thing. Um, I heard you all talk about it on the last episode about the fragile nature of men's egos. And these women, you think about it, these women are all shooting for the same kind of guy. And majority of those guys are alpha male men. And it's very rare that you're gonna find it to where two alpha male men are willing to share anything. You understand? And then as a woman, all the things you're doing for this one man, you've also got to do it for the other, just in polygyny. If I'm providing for my queen over here, then when this queen is in need of something, I have to be able to provide for her as well. You understand? With 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 understanding of this levels to the shit. All right. So as a woman, when a woman falls in love, her innate responsibility or her innate nature creates a home which means that she's doing all of these different things, all of these different duties, regardless of whether that man is asking for it or not. It's just her nature. So if she's polyandrous, that means that she's got to do the same thing more or less over here at this house because she damn sure ain't asking for them to share space. So then when we go to the sexual nature, the sexual nature of an alpha male is very rapid. He has a very you know, uh, a healthy appetite sexually, right? So now she has to be willing to be pounded on all week long by these two or three, four, or however many men she has (laughs) in her life. And we already know, statistically speaking, scientifically speaking, the longer a woman is in an intimate relationship, the less she desires physical or intimate relations. That's a scientific fact. How do we know? That's why all these niggas is at the bar <laughs> whenever you go there. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. 
But uh, Google it. Google it. You can Google it. That's a, that's a you ain't got to be with me. Google it. You ain't got to be with me. Google it. No, I ain't got to Google it. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's up my own, my own, my own self knowledge. <laughs> I already know. All right. Don't say too much. Hey, don't you say too much, man. Hey, say whatever you want. Uh, hey, truth. Yeah, I ain't trying to right. get we nobody in no, trouble. No, no, I'm we talking about Drake. That's what I'm saying, truth. We all got to pay his life. <laughs> now, now, I'm questioning. Now, you may have, uh, <laughs> uh, we see you out there, Nikki. Nikki. What's Nikki's real name? I, I thought we used to call Nikki something different in middle school. But anyway, I know it's Nikki, big time nurse, big time doctor. No, no, Nikki lawyer. My bad, my bad. Nikki lawyer. But anyway, anyway, we see you. And she said, she said that doesn't apply across the board. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And Norcia is saying men are selfish. <laughs> Norcia say men are selfish. Y'all can't. That's y'all can't that have that you use the man. Uh, Quetta, that that was that. It, right, you, you know, it's, 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 it's funny when women say that men are selfish. It's, it's very funny because from a monogamous perspective, the, the platform of dating to marriage is all predicated based upon the woman. All of it. Mm. Every, every ounce yeah, you, of every You 100% right. Every single ounce of it. When we're, when we're taught to date from children, <laughs> women... As men, we're taught to what? Uh, open the door, pull out the chair, make sure we're paying for the meal, make sure that we're, you know what I'm saying? We got good conversation. Okay, cool. When a woman is taught to date, she's not taught anything. There's nothing, there's no responsibility. I'm not saying she's not taught anything. But what I'm saying is that there's no responsibility that she brings to that date. She she has no responsibility to that date. She's not taught to open the she hasn't she doesn't have to do anything but show up. That's it. And that lifestyle carries on to adulthood. What's up, podcast world? This is BZ the Great, the educator's educator from the RIP28 podcast. I would like to take a moment to tell you about Unique Smiles by Tony, the ultimate one-stop shop for your teeth whitening services. They offer many services for your teeth beautifying experience. Unique Smiles by Tony offers teeth whitening, gum detox, lip treatments, and even tooth gems. Go to www.uniquesmilesbytony.com to see all the services offered. Or you can give her a call at 470-707-5556 to book your appointments. While you're there, check out some of the products that she has to offer in her shop. The unique lip balm, electric and sonic toothbrushes, unique smiles, charcoal toothpaste, teeth whitening gel, and many more exciting products. Set your appointments up online or give her a call at 470-707-5556. That's 470-707-5556. Five 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 six. Unique smiles by Tony. Men have to jump through these hoops. Why? Because we know that there's other men that are interested in her, and she knows this as well. So she capitalized off of this aspect. So it works in her favor. 
Then if you look at every every holiday, every every whatever day you could call it, it's always set up for that woman. When you go to restaurants for Mother's Day, they got it all. Flowers, extra tea, extra napkins, whatever. Father's Day, we can't even get nothing. So in every aspect of all of these things that we experience, it's all set up for the woman's comfort, even down to the proposal. She's not promising us anything. She don't even know if she could have children the moment she says, I do. She's gambling with that aspect. So what is it that she's promising you? Now, there's exceptions to the rule. You may have a woman that can speak to your business. You may have a woman that can speak to your soul. You may have a woman that can speak to your lifestyle. However, for the majority aspect of men that don't have to be built, let me say that, because there's a lot of women listening that's like, no, because I did that for him, I did that for, no. I'm talking about for the kings. For men that don't have to be built, a woman does not have to bring much to the table. But yet, we have to perform and overperform for them. We know they want the shiny things. We know they want the baby. We know they want the house. We know they want the, we know all of these things. What's here for us? If we were watching a National Geographic channel, they're telling us the history of this lion. The lion is this, and they do that, and they do this. But yet, for thousands of years, we've been questioning why the fuck we can't have a man with one woman. Well, maybe because there are certain men that do not desire one woman. But just because they don't desire one woman, does that make them selfish? No, absolutely not. Why? Because he has to give more than that man that's monogamous. I have to provide more. I have to be more. I got to listen more. I got to act more. There's no way that you can, you can give me a man who decides to be polygamous is selfish. He has to be honest. He has to be so many things that a monogamous man can decide not to be. So no, I'm sorry. You don't get that one. Mm, that's what I say. What him say? What him say every day? Slides want him. I said it. Two big girls. I said it. He just want him two big girls cook for him every day. That's all I need. Two two big girls cook for me. Really, he'll take one. Hey man, what he can take. Hey man, two big girls cook for me and take care of me, man. Rub my back and my bad knees, man. That's all I need, man. Hey, cause you are one big girl. Now, now check check this out, check this out. Let me let me put this in. Now this is a question I didn't get. You know, cause some people don't want to put the question in the in the. They don't want their name to be public, but they want <laughs> but they want to hit me in the text and ask me the question. <laughs> but they say, what financial benefit is it for a woman? Is it for a woman who, um, God, man, the text got in. What financial benefit is it for a woman to join a a, a, a tri relationship? I mean, a poly relationship. Why would it benefit a woman financially? Or would it benefit anybody financially to join that type okay. of relationship? <clears throat> One, I, I don't want to, I don't want to answer that question from a blanket statement. Um, for a few reasons, then I'll get back to that. Um, I'm going to speak on me specifically. Um, how does it benefit my queens financially? Um, one, I have and I am there to handle certain things that if not 
they would have had to handle on their own. Or if with a man, blah, blah, just like in a monogamous relationship, you know what I'm saying? Like in a monogamous relationship, you with a guy and he got it, you know what I'm saying? And you need it and he give it to you, it's, it's, it is what it is. Outside of that, I've been branding businesses for almost 30 years. And so when it comes to the desire of, you know, self um, independence, I'm able to speak to that in such a way that the average guy isn't. I'm able to help build that brand. I'm able to do things that you would have had to pay for. I'm able to do it on the level of excellence that people are going to pay you for the moment it happens. And that has taken place on, on numerous occasions. I have relationships in so many different industries and areas that I'm able to negotiate situations where you may have had to pay for it and now you don't because my name is good or my talent can suffice for whatever you need. So when we're talking about finances, there's so many different ways of offsetting that. But let's talk bigger than finances. Like, fuck finances. Finances are easy to come by and it's easy to lose. But what about a name? You dating these men, it's, you know, these women hold so much pride because they got one guy. But what the fuck does that guy do in life? He might work at a plant. He might work at a restaurant. He might work for a Georgia Power, you know what I'm saying, AT&T, a cell phone company, whatever the fuck. And that's cool. I honor a hard worker. That's fine. However, in the last seven years, I've healed more than a thousand people. I freed a woman from a Panama prison. I've done shit that the average person can't even conceive of. So when we're talking about makeshift, who the fuck you really want to be out here dating? Somebody on some normal shit or somebody that can put you and your family on the scrolls of life? Because that's the only thing that I'm after. And the only people that I think deserve many queens or many women are those same guys that feel like they're busting down the walls of life to create something different, new, or, or various to not just themselves, not just their family, but a multitude of people. That's a king. And only a king deserves this type of life, in my opinion. Now, I'm, I'm into, now I got I got some more people jumping in on me, man. Um, and and you know it, it's funny. Most of the women are acting. Not the the women don't care about the the sex part. Every woman they they're asking me about the financial mm -hmm. part, and they're saying, okay, um, what is the benefit for the the second wife for the for the second wife, um. What happens? What happens when when you pass away? What's the benefit for her? And uh, the next one was, how is a sister wife different from from, from simply hired help? Oh, man, I guess oh, this on. person believes a sister wife is hold just on, hired man. help. Yeah, hold on now I can understand. I'm a, I'm a, okay, okay, hold on, okay. Sam, for you answer that. Man, that's coming okay. from a female who is only worried about herself. Whoever's asking that question, she's only worried about herself. She ain't worried about and nobody else. She's worried about herself. Go ahead, man. That... Well, <laughs> That's a whole in, in monog well, again, we, we think that polygyny is different. In monogamy, for the most part, that's what it is. Women are choosing based upon what they can get out. You know what I mean? I mean, we all do right. it. We all do it. Even as men, we do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I want. This is what I like. So I'm fucking with Shorty. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
So I answered that in a few different ways just now in reference to what she gets financially. She doesn't have to take care of everything herself. You know what I'm saying? She gets somebody that can create beyond what she's doing. You know what I'm saying? And then she's got a family that's indebted to that success with her. You understand? Like, it's not just, it's not just her and him. Whatever him and her is building also contributes to over here. But that takes building. That takes that takes building. Um, now, uh, what was this, the second question? The second question was, re read that second question back to me. Uh, hold on, I lost it. Um, how is a sister wife different from yes. simply hiring mm -hmm. help? Hi. All right, now, I can understand the ask of that question. And here's why I can understand that. Being polygamous, you know, you go to look for um, like-minded people, right? So I go into these groups, <laughs> and that's what it seemed like these dudes are asking for. They're like, I, I, want a, I want a sister wife so we can build. I want somebody to work here in the fields and work in the kitchen and keep the kids and this, that, and the third. And they don't say shit about falling in love. They don't say shit about romance. They don't say shit about, you know what I'm saying, building something esoterically and, and eternally. You know what I'm saying? And if I was a woman, I wouldn't want that either. You know, who wants to be who wants to be hired help? Now, once you once you insert yourself into a family um, and you realize that polygamy is about commerce, it is about finance, it is about unit, it is about family, then you get in where you fit in. Wherever you are, talent, most talented, then that's what you do. And then we bring that back to the storehouse. We figure out how to make this best benefit the collective. You understand? So it's the team effort, T-E-A-M, together everyone achieves more? Absolutely. Gotcha. And I always thought about that, you know, like uh, the Spanish folks, they got like uh, 40 people living in the same house, maybe building that great. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, why can't black people do something like that? You know, but we, we just uh, don't have that, don't have that mindset. Like, we ain't hey, from no third world country. So we, <laughs> same, so we ain't gonna stack up and do our thing, you know, we're just gonna struggle it out, what we do. Well, you know, even in polygyny, it, it's a thing. You know, polygyny is not everybody living in the same house either. Polygyny is simply one man, multiple women. You know what I mean? One man, multiple wives. One man, multiple women he's committed to. Um, but what you realize is that a woman is the curator of her home. And so unless these women are really friends or unless they are, you know, connected in such a way, then it's really difficult to have two women in the same house. And so what you, what you want to do is have each person have their own home. You know what I mean? Um, and there's a certain level of peace to that as well. You get to have your private time with this queen, you know what I'm saying? And you're doing your thing. And then you get to have your private time with this queen over here and you're doing your thing. You know what I mean? So are y'all ever under one roof? Um, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, events, special circumstances, whatever the case may be. Y'all spend holidays together? We have. And my last question is, what, what does their family think about that lifestyle? Have you ever had any, mm. I'm sure you had some drawback from some of their families and thinking you were, you know, just some low life humans. 
first, before I answer that question, let me say what I've had to deal with my own family. I'm the first male born in 20 years on both sides of my family. So I was raised with nothing but women. And when I first came out um, as a polygamist and was really um, actively pursuing this lifestyle, I got so much blowback from my family. They were like, you know, you're selfish, this and the third. It wasn't until there was a family reunion and I had two of my queens present that they could see the functionality and the family aspect of it and to see, you know what I'm saying, how we roll and, and this, that, and the other. And then they started to respect it. They started to, you know, um, because the first thing that women say, even on these date naps, I want a man that's honest. So they can't ever say that, you know, I misled these women into this shit or whatever the case. So it's a bunch of respect. Now, on the opposite, um, it's been very challenging. You know what I'm saying? Because one, this isn't a Western culture that's, that's, that's you know, uh, familiar. Um, and so I've gotten, he's a pimp, you know what I'm saying? Brainwashing you, especially because I'm a sorcerer. Oh my God, he done threw a spell on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I done got so much shit. But at the end of the day, I fuck with grown women. So I don't, at a certain point, you know, I'm concerned with the family, but at a certain point, I don't give a fuck what they got to say. I'm here for my queen. You know what I mean? So somebody just asked a question, says, so, so y'all raw dog and not friend. I love you. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. So, somebody said, "Hey, I got, I got to ask what the people want." You know, so, so they said, "They said, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it is. I guess you know, if it's a, you know, if it's one on one or it's two on one, three on one, I guess y'all are all the community. So, I mean, you, you know, what each other's status is. Like, so I'm absolutely, 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 got to be responsible. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, sure. and that's one of the things that I take heavy. You know. Um, I have to be responsible. I, I got lives to consider. It's not just me. Now, now how many kids do you have or they have or y'all have all together? I've got four four children, um, you know, uh, and based upon how this particular relationship goes that I'm in, then I'll, I'll uh, receive two more amazing souls. You know what I mean? But they grown, so that's different. It's not, but so, it is. You know so how, how did that work with kids as far as that aspect, as far as them accepting that or or being, like, I'm sure other kids, you know, say something like, hey, you got two mamas, but uh, two, um, daddy, two so, daddies and a mama, two mamas and a daddy. So it really depends on the age of the kids because, like, for my children, this is all they've known. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've my, my oldest is 20 three so but from four you know what i'm saying um but the rest of my children this is all they've known this is how i've been you know what i'm saying and so um for them that's 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 what that is for the others you know um i can't really i can't you know i can't really speak to to the, to their mindset uh because that, that that's something that i might not have necessarily been around for the conversation but I've had the situation pretty much as any other guy dating a woman where, you know, the children get jealous because you taking up time with their mom. You know what I'm saying? And that's really been that 
the family, the grown people, them the ones that really give me the headaches. You know what I'm saying? Or try. I got a, I got a question for you. I got a question for you. How many dudes come at you and ask you how to do it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do it. <laughs> how, how you pull? How you pull this off? <laughs> Bruh, I can't listen because I've been speaking about this publicly for so long. Like I'll be in a restaurant. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'll be in a restaurant. And a guy will show up with his wife and he'll be like, hey, babe, that's Seven. That's the guy that I was telling you about. Hey, Seven, this is my wife, Tabitha. Won't you tell her what you were saying the other day about police? I'm like, bro, I'm eating. What you talking about? Get out my face. What do you mean? You know what I mean? But like, I got called up one night um, by, by my producer. You know what I'm saying? He got an artist that he's working with. And you know what I'm saying? This dude was like, yo, I'm interested in this lifestyle. And he called me up. He was like, yo, what you doing? Come by the studio. I got a dude that want to talk to you about this shit. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get it. I get it all the time. All the time. I believe you. No matter where I'm at. <laughs> hey, now, I mean, got- but it's good. It's good that, in my opinion, it's good that men are asking these questions because think about it like this. Until you knew that you could have your own business, then you probably didn't want a business. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't even in your scope. Like, you was like, oh, I'm going to get this job over here, blah, blah, blah. Until you knew you could have a podcast, you probably didn't give a fuck about a podcast. Like, and you know, it's what it is. I'm listening to one, but, you know, I didn't know I could have one. But the moment you know that you can have something, it changes your whole perspective. It changes everything about everything. So the moment you realize as a man that you could literally have multiple women and be honorable about it, you ain't got to fight about this shit. You, you can have peace and light and this, that, and the third. Then, of course, niggas is going to want to know how to do it. And that's what I'm here for. You know what I'm saying? Because I'd rather you do that shit than to be tearing up your family, lying and cheating and doing that other reckless shit. Now, you know, fucked up great relationships over some pussy. All right. And, and, and hold, hold on one quick, man. Let's, let's jump back to some of these comments, man. We got our sheet. Well, we got Paris. Paris in the comments and, and Paris says this shit will never fly with a female. Y'all not going to let her have two husbands. Damn right. That's how I feel. Um, the, you know? Well, that again, that's, that's polyandry. So if you're polyandrous, then yeah, go do that. You know what I'm saying? That's not my lifestyle, but if that's your lifestyle, I can respect you for that. And go find that. If you can find that, go find that. I don't. So, I don't shun nobody. So the like, so the question about that is: Do the guys got to be gay to have that kind of life? If it's two guys, I I, I I I don't I don't think they have to be gay. But I will say that I if you look at the statistics of that lifestyle, it's more beta men. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm about to say it's going to only be one alpha male in that situation. <laughs> it definitely ain't going to be two. Well, I, I, I ain't saying alpha male or whatever, but you know, it's what, like like y'all was talking about for the sexual thing. I mean, like like y'all talked about that on the last episode, it's a lot about running trains and everything. That's you know, you can run a train, but if you're actually in a relationship with two men and a woman, I don't. I think that's bisexual stuff. I don't know. See, the the, the thing is, every time I tell a woman. And I promise you, 96% of the time when I say I'm polygamous, she'd be like, well, what if I want two guys? Here is the, here, here, 
and I'm going to say it, and I know some of the viewers are going to be mad as shit at me, but here's why I'm going to say that you fucking crazy to ask a question like that. Here's why. How many monogamous women do you know that's having trouble trying to find one good fucking guy or one <laughs> fucking guy that they can, you know what I'm saying? Like, so if, if, if numerically speaking, our women, specifically as sisters, as black women, as African women, if our women right now, statistically speaking, are 60% less likely to be wed because there is a shortage of men. And you're saying to me, how about if I take two? What the fuck are you talking about? Your sister is already having a troubled time trying to find one. And you want to hoard the fucking men? It's more <laughs> responsible for the men to say, listen, I see a problem in our community. Our women are having a hard time and I'm man enough to handle more than one. I can I can provide financially. I can provide, you know, what I'm saying mentally, spiritually, whatever the case may be. That's a responsible man. And another thing to that, our sister, I having a, these they got children out of wedlock. So if I'm a polygamous man, I already know within my age bracket, you got kids. So these children are benefiting from this shit more than anyone else. How so? Because in a household of more than one, more than two adults, these children got recitals and games and all these things. There's always going to be at least somebody there to to, to support okay. them and do these. Somebody got to make so yeah, man, it's so much. It's so much spiritual shit to this. It's so much science to this. It's so much logic to it that I don't even hear that bullshit when a woman say, "What if I could have more than one man? Go somewhere where the men are more than plenty and do that, or or do that shit and 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 be fine. But don't do it in competition of this fucking lifestyle. This shit was here before monogamy was even thought of. You know. You know, I said the same thing last week, man. It ain't go over. You you said it a lot better than I said it. You said it a lot better than I said it. It was less. It was less comments. It was less comments from the peanut gallery when you said it, man. Man, but check this out. It's it's a question. It's a question up here too. We want to get to. Um, Cherie said. Uh, you you might have answered it, but let's say, how do you ensure that your queens and children are receiving? equitable shares of your time and attention. They say you got more people to spread love. (laughs) Okay. Here's here's one thing we have to understand. Not not every woman desires or is in need of the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you may have one woman who may, you know, she may be a business owner. So she's, she's back and forth doing her thing, blah, blah, blah. She might only have two or three days out the week. You know what I mean? She might only have two days out of the week. That's sufficient to her because she knows she's in a committed relationship with a man who is in absolute love with her, who is there for her. If she needs him, he's there, blah, 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 right? Then you may have another woman who, you know, she may need more time from you. So it's really about how you're building this lifestyle. And it's about communication, just like any other responsible relationship. Hmm. As that guy, you got to be, you know, willing enough to have that. Now, as it relates to me, and this ain't, you know, I'm going to toot my own horn. Ten minutes with me is probably comparable to five oh, hours. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, the shit we going to talk about, the shit we going to do, the shit that we conceive is at a different level of vibration. You got to understand, I'm still the alchemist. 
I'm still vibrating at a different level from so many different aspects. So we talking about business, finance, spirituality, this, that, and the third. Regular nigga, he talking about fucking. He talking about where y'all going. Which, yeah, that bullshit. Hmm. Uh, it's basically it's you ain't doing all that no ten minutes, alchemist. All that in ten minutes. Uh, I had nine seven. So. Hey, I mean, but the thing you gotta understand what he's talking about. He's talking about mentally stimulating these women. That's Absolutely. another level. Mentally, spirit, mentally, and spiritually. Mentally, mentally and right. spiritually. Drake, Drake, I know exactly what he's talking about. Is that woman mind stimulated in 10 minutes? Something wrong with her ass. Nah, bro. And it, dog, like yeah, you said, bro. most yeah, dudes bro. talking about when you go let me smash from the back, yo. Bro. Most dudes, that's all they worried about. Just keep it a book, bro. Not, 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 I mean, Just keep it a book, bro. I'm not the alchemist and I'm not a, a sorcerer or none of that, but. I'm you ain't sure got to be. talk about something. Different. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, maybe not ten minutes. You know, I might took me a couple. I mean, days. but but that's why you. That's why. But that's why you co-owner the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like all I'm saying is you got to be different. And when you're different, when you show different, when you got a different conversation, that's what these women, that's what these ladies are looking for. They're looking for some shit that's different. They done did all that shit since high school. The same com- these niggas got the same conversation they had since high school. Yeah, that's, uh, you, that's you very just, true. You, you just gotta find your realm, and, and it's like you know, it's, it's some people out there that's for that, but a whole bunch of people that's not for that. Like, and it's, a, it's not for everybody. Like, like definitely for, for me, everybody. I'm 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 good with who I'm with, <laughs> and I don't I don't need no other one. I'm telling you. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard enough. I mean, I mean, we good. We good. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, I couldn't imagine two. You know, that's just that's just something different. Well, you know, men men say that all the time, and let me address that. Men be like, you know, I I, I can't imagine having two. One is hard enough. As a monogamist, the reason why one is hard enough is because she's running that relationship. And and uh, there's only there's only but so many e- exceptions to that rule. I, I already expressed in the beginning that just from dating, women control the construct of that whole relationship structure. So if so, you got to think about it like this: If I'm in a monogamous relationship, one, a woman's nature is emotional, which means that she can talk to her mama, her daddy, her sister, her cousin, her next door neighbor. She can go be with her best friend, and they can speak to that nature. But in a monogamous relationship, men are physical, which means that there's only one person on the planet that you can go to when your needs when your needs need to be met. You understand? All right. So she knows that she's controlling that aspect of you, whether she's allowing you to know she knows that shit or not. So she can be a very difficult individual. Now, if your queen is in the relationship for the right reasons, and she knows that you have another queen who is also in this for the right reasons. That means that that woman has come into the relationship to bring light and to bring, you know what I'm saying? Good tidings to the relationship. So then by the law of woman, this queen is going to try to provide the best she can for me and our relationship because she already knows I have another 
Now, she's going to be great within her own right. But when shit gets fucked up and I get to go home to another home, I leave that queen in the comfort of a of a relationship that is that is con, that is you know what I'm saying secure. However, she has to sit in that shit. I'm not trying to make her feel good about that fuck shit she done did. I'm not trying to make her you know what I mean because normally in monogamy, I'm still I, shit. I, I'm trying to fuck still. I'm trying to do it. I'm just trying you know I'm trying to make up so we can get to the no. You need to sit with that shit so you can understand what's going on. Now, it works both ways. If I'm fucking up, they get the team up on me. So everybody is in this shit for the better of the relationship, which whether two or three are gathered in the name, like let's go to the the principality of Christianity, whether two or three are gathered in the name, there it is in the midst. So when you gathered in that spirit, then it has no other choice but to work that shit out. It, let me let, let me hey hold on hold on man because we got we got a bunch of we got a bunch of people in the comments man trying to get in Darquetta, well i'm gonna say nikki she, she she's a professional so i want to say say nikki now that's what she hey, goes hey, nikki, hey, nikki. her professional hey, name nikki. but she says so if the men who are willing to participate in polyandry relationships are beta males does this does that mean that the women women willing to participate in your lifestyle are beta females she really wants to no. know here's the reason why um again we talked about you all talked about on your last podcast that the male ego is more fragile right for a woman to know that her man is at another woman's house that she can call and talk to um she's got to be strong that shit takes a, a level of strength that 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 even us men can't even understand. You know what I'm saying? Unless you, you know, um, that takes a level of strength. Now, what we're used to is a man having a main chick and a side chick. And okay, your main chick may know about the side chick, but as long as she don't see it, as long as she don't hear about it, da, 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 it's whatever. That's not this life. This life is building family. It's building, it's building a connection. Have along that take. So these women have to find the strength to get along. They have to find the strength to come to amicable, you know what I'm saying, agreements or whatever the case. If there's children involved, whatever. It's so much to it that it takes so much more strength than it does for a woman in a monogamous relationship, in my right. opinion. Just because you, of what I've had to see. You can call that strength, but you can call that weak. I'm just giving up. I'm selling. I'm selling for this. I, 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 not the women that I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Like they're beasts in their own rights. You know what I'm saying? Like for, for whatever it is, um, they they don't have to do anything. And um, that that choice was given to them in the very beginning. And then I'll you know go I go mean? back. If I feel like I if I feel like I can walk over you, I, I don't really want to fuck with you. Then I go back to the conversation we had earlier about you know saying that you know if. A guy just had one woman saying he can't he can't deal with two. That don't mean he's not strong. That means that that's his foundation that he feels all in one one person. No, no, I'm, I wasn't saying that to say he's not strong. I was saying that to speak to the aggravated nature of a man saying that he can't deal with two women because he's aggravated by the one he has. One woman is 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 enough for me, and why? 
because when I start asking questions, it becomes, you know, saying for the most part, I'm not, everything is, you know what I mean? Quantifiable, but um, that comment normally comes from a man who's aggravated, not from a man who's happy. Men who's happy, they'll just be like, oh, okay. You know, I can understand that. No problem. <laughs> I mean, I, I do understand your situation. But you know, I'm just I'm happy. I'm happy where I'm at. Oh no, I think just, it's just going to I celebrate. I celebrate your happiness. <laughs> I celebrate. Your I, think, I think it go back to like what you was talking about. Like you know, us, this Western lifestyle. Like we only know one. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like yeah. that's all we know. Yeah. Like we know. Right. Like okay, everybody did their thing. Everybody had you know their rotation three, four at a time, whatever the case may be. You know, but we're doing it as a single man. Like you said, nobody's doing it as right. being locked in. And like you say, people know about each other. So right. we're doing that for fun or whatever the case may be. But nobody has grown up, like you say, in the household with two moms. It's grown up in the house with it's just two women. They see their daddy with this woman going out to eat or both women going out to eat or whatever, taking everybody to the movies. Ain't nobody mm-hmm. seen it. Ain't right. none of us seen it. So, mm-hmm. of course. I only could deal with one. I mean, it's just, it's natural. It's only natural. Yeah. Yeah. It's culture. Hey, check this out. We got, we got another comment right here from uh, Michelle. Michelle wants to know, I don't know if you, you may have answered this, but how do you financially take care of two wives? Okay. So number one, I don't put myself in a position to financially take care of anyone. That's, that's number one. Um, being able to provide certain things, absolutely. But as grown people, we should be able to take care of our own life. That's number one. Now, in reference to, you know, the wife and the bills and those things, you know, I, I, I work, <laughs> I, I'm self-employed, um, you know, so that speaks to that. However, um, these women have their own dreams and, and visions for themselves. Um, they're, they're not weak women who are wanting to be taken care of in that aspect. So we are building collectively so that in the future, we have more than most. All right, all right. Um, we're getting a lot of side eyes. A lot of side eyes in the chat, man. You get, you, you round up some of these uh, some of these. I wanna sisters. Know, I wanna know, are, the, are those sisters single or are they in relationships? All of them single. And we in the South, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, li- now, 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 listen to the logic of that shit. I got two queens that got a, that's got an honorable man that's willing to knock down the fucking world for them. You think I give a shit about a single woman who giving me a side eye? Hell nah. And I say that respectfully. You know what I'm saying? I love the fans. I love the listeners. You know what I mean? But come on, man. Like, let's talk about it. If we were talking about business and we're in a boardroom and we're talking about how we're going to get to the M's and you ain't even been able to make $1,000, get the fuck out of here, man. Come on. Nah, I'm not. I'm No. Nah. However, I respect your ideas. Let's see what you got to say. You understand? So I love everyone. But we got to think logically, people. Like, I get it. You got ideas and you got opinions. But we got to think logically. Here's a single woman giving a man a side eye who's man enough to be man to two women who he ain't lying to, who he spends his life providing for in every aspect of his energy. What are we talking about? 
<laughs> what are we talking about? Got a good point. Hey, hey, man, hey, <laughs> hey. What, what are we talking about? Check check this out, man. Check this out. Check this out. Let 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 us hold up for a second, man. Hold up. Let's let's let, let's put a pin in this right now, man, because we have to have you back again. Because like I say, man, it's a, you done you, you done riled up a lot of folk. You got you got see, you got so many brothers. You got the brothers over here sending me brothers ain't putting they tech they they true thoughts in these comments i got brothers i got brothers sending me text saying yeah preach over preach over i ain't gonna call out your name i ain't gonna call out the names i ain't dre i don't call out the whole government name like dre do but, but, but you know, before you continue this, let, before you before you continue let me let me say something sly the reason why men are giving you that that thumbs up is because men are tired of the narrative being depicted or dictated by women if you're going to be monogamous that's okay find a monogamous man but for these men who know they want more they should be able to desire more as a fucking man and know that it's okay. And they should be able to do that, that shit with their chest out and with their balls hanging. And they should be able to find women and say to them, hey, baby, this is what I am. And those women should be able to make a decision for themselves and not feel victimized for doing so. Hey, hey I'm Jay Little, the owner of Ford Counseling and Consulting. We're a consulting and coaching firm who believes in the TLC method. That's truth, love, and community. So whether coaching corporate or individual clients and giving individual and group counseling, we believe that you can be more than what you are today by finding your truth, love, and community. You can reach us at www.4cc.net or give us a call at 803-457-5413. Once again, this is Jay Little, and I'm with Ford Counseling and Consulting. Hey, check check this out, man. Check this. We we won't we won't pause that right now. We won't pause this because it's a lot of stuff. It's, it's a, a lot of stuff. It's a multi show. It's a multi show yeah. episode, right? Yeah, this is a multi show episode it, right it, here, man. It might, it might be part five of this. <laughs> Man, before we get out of here, I got to say something slick, man. Before we do this '90s block, Drake, Drake about to drop, take us down a trip on the '90s block. But I got to say one thing: uh, Michelle said, "Marriage is a partnership, financially, spiritually, and mentally." I am very much married, and if I decide to leave my career and pursue another, or if I just need a break, I know that my husband, partner, and marriage has my back. Hey. She could leave her career longer if she had a sister wife to go along and help him out. <laughs> hey, hey, man, let's get ready. Get ready, man. Dre, you want to take us down the 90s block, man? Let's let's take a walk down the 90s block, Dre. Hey, probably, down the 90s block. Make sure you walk on the right side of the street. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're going to go into the first category. Take it back to the music back in the day. Make sure it's the four choices, four choices. Pick what you want. Uh, we got Ice Cube. Today was a good day. Will Smith. Summertime. Number three is a collaboration. There's a tricard quest, bust around the scenario. Number four is a Scarface. Mind playing tricks on. Me. Wait a minute. One, yeah, one more time, man. Yeah, yeah. Say that one more time. Today was a good day. Fresh Prince. Well, you know, summertime. Yeah. 
uh, scenario, let's say Tribe Card Quest, Buster Rhymes, and number four, Scarface, Mind Playing Tricks on Which one y'all take? Mm, that's tough. Uh, it, it's a tie between, you know, Summertime and David's Good Day. Okay. I don't know, man. Today is a good day for me. You say which Bro, one we got to take out or which one we choose? Which one you choose? Whichever one you choose. I'm going, I'm going, my mind playing tricks on me, man. Everybody knew about that. I'm going with scenario, man. Scenario, scenario. Yeah. What's up? What's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. All right, Dre, what else? All right, all right. Taking it on into sports. Now, this is going to be a, a topic, well, I guess, news events that happened in sports back in the night. Number one is uh, Tanya Harden and uh, Nancy yeah. Kerrigan. Y'all remember the Olympic scandal? Oh, yeah. Number two is uh, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire on steroids chasing uh, the home run derby. Went for the home run record. And then number three is uh, Mike Tyson Holyfield, Tyson biting zero. Oh, come on. That's, that's, Which was the biggest event for you? Tyson biting the ear off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with Tyson biting the ear off on that one. Man, that boy was like a savage out there, boy. Hey. I was actually watching, was actually like, watching like, that fight. Like, it's one thing about biting somebody on the ear, but you bit it off. You, you bit a yeah, chunk out of it and spit it out. I keep kids. I eat your kids. <laughs> Hey, that boy, some serious stuff. Hey, well, none of us walk up to Mike Tyson. Like, what's up with you? I still, I still to this day, man. I don't, I don't want shit to do with Tyson. I don't want Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Tyson walk up to me and slap my woman. I'm gonna say, hey, what she did, man? <laughs> what she did wrong, bro? You, See, you better leave that. Mike alone, girl. You better <laughs> leave Mike alone. Oh, man, I was gonna go in and uh, tie your heart, man. She got a hood. <laughs> <laughs> hurt that girl so she could perform at the Olympics to get that gold medal, man. That's deep. Right. That's deep. And they divorced now. That's the crazy thing about it. They divorced now. But, uh, mm-hmm. all right, so. He was all in. <laughs> so that was sports. So the last section going to be uh, movies, and it's all about Denzel Washington. Which uh, which movie you thought was his favorite from the 90s? One is Mo Better Blues. Another one's Philadelphia. The third was Malcolm X. Got a four from Crips and Tide, and the last one, he got game. God damn, man. I'm in the choice. I thought it was just, just one man, or two, bro. You going to get every Denzel movie? It's Denzel in the 90s. I mean, he, he actually had more than this in the 90s. I just picked, I just picked these five. Damn. You're making it hard for people out here. The movie I like the best is he got game. I like he got game. That wasn't in the 90s. That was in the night. Yeah, that, that was in the night. Yeah, that was in the 90s. We got to check Dre math when it comes to this 90s block, man. I don't don't know, man. I like he got game. I like he got game. But you know what? I'm a big fan of of Mo Better Blues, man. I'm a big fan of Mo Better Blues, man. I don't know, man. That's a tough one. one. That was a big one. I rolled on Malcolm X, too. I look like rock, so he's stuck in the 90s. Yeah, you know, hey man, yeah, I love. Yeah, I, 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 I rock with I rock with the X man. You know, what I'm saying that iconic moment when he put his hand up in the air and pointed his finger, bro. Like that shit was so pimp, nigga. I said, ooh, I'm rocking with that. Hey, today, he got today, a movement. 
Did they show that show up in the planet you from? You were sitting on that one, huh? You were waiting on it. He was waiting on that one. He was like, "How you doing, double dutch?" He was waiting on it. I ain't gonna get in yet. I ain't gonna get in yet. I, I like they got VCR DVDs, extreme, <laughs> extreme, whatever that's like. Oh, they definitely streaming. <laughs> yeah, they definitely streaming. Oh, it's definitely streaming. All right, that's what's up. Oh man. <laughs> oh right, man. lord. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Hey, for he, 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 he like man. He like man. I seen that just like two hundred years ago. <laughs> y'all, y'all late. Y'all late. Y'all late. I done seen different versions of it. You just got one. Uh, oh, <laughs> well, well, check this, man. We got any part in shots, man. We got any part in shots. We start off with Dre, man. You got anything you want to say before you get out of here, brother? Man, salute to all the dudes, man. Big shot. I ain't going to say too much, but my dog Polo, he been rocking like my man rocking with the two women. Been doing that for a minute, so y'all keep it going, man. Y'all keep it going. Keep over live for the rest of us. <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, Bron, you got anything to say before you get out of here? Man, all I'm going to say is find your lane, whatever that is, and be secure in it, man. Stay up. What about you, Chance? You got anything you want to say before you get out of here? Yeah, man. Yeah. What asshole? Yeah. Hold on, man. We got What asshole is trying to log into the meet? Man. I'm about to slap somebody. Go ahead, go ahead. See, we don't we don't edit anything around here, bro. This it was 100 percent live. Whatever we whatever happened, that's what we get, man. Hey, go ahead, Chance. Hey, you got anything hey, to say? Yeah, hey, young self, man. Appreciate you bringing a different perspective, man. You know, we might not agree, but some some may agree, but uh, it was a great conversation. And uh, you know, some comments I may have made earlier. You know, I was just saying in general, not not specific. Sorry about that. If uh, you was offended, that road dog comment came from you. Uh, <laughs> that what? That what? Which one you say? That road dog comment came from you. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That, that was a, that was a serious question right there. I'm like, hey, so everybody, everybody road dog. Seven man, seven man. Any, any parting comments you got to say before we get out of here? Seven. Yeah, man. One, one. Um, you know, again, I appreciate you all having me on the show. Um, my lifestyle is my lifestyle. Whatever your lifestyle is, honor that to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? I respect everybody and and whatever it is that they decide to do for their life. You know what I mean? Whatever that is, do that to the most. You know what I'm saying? To the fullest of your ability. Um, and check me out online, Seven oh, yeah. the Alchemist on Instagram. I am Seven Hughes H U E S on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? You can find me on Facebook. I'm here, man. Uh, we definitely following you, bro. Man, f- follow Seven and check out his music, man. Like he says, follow him on Instagram and all of that, man. All all of his uh, social medias and stuff like that. Be sure to check out his music. And check out some of his art, man. Hey, man, I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I, I love, um, I you know, I got a chance to listen to some of the music, man, and it's hitting, man. It, it really I is. And, it. and I ain't gonna bullshit it. If your shit was corny, seven, I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I, <laughs> y'all know, y'all know I don't have much of a filter. I'll, <laughs> I don't have much of a filter. I would, I would have said it. But, um, but yeah, man, this has been another great episode 
of the Rip 28 Podcast, man. The Rip 28 Podcast. We're a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we're going to keep on talking about it. Now, I want everybody to know as we get out of here, before we leave, before we leave, before we get out of here, everybody needs to know and everybody needs to remember a unicycle is fun, but a bicycle is great. So go ahead and get your two wheels and make yourself feel real good, man. This is the Real 28 Podcast. We gonna see you later, man. We gonna get out of here. But before we go, let's listen to listen to some of this good music from Seven Body TikTok. We'll holler at you later on the Rip 28 Podcast. Seven is the black no seconds guy. Why, wow. <laughs> Appreciate y'all having me on the show, man. Yes, sir. Hey, you gotta sing with it, man. We gotta hear that real voice. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. Stop it. <laughs> That's J. Crew right there. That's J. Crew. Uh, I got it. I got it. I come in, I come in on the second, on the second. That's what we doing. Hey, brother.